Why is there no happiness in life? Happiness is actually the birthright of every human being in the world. However, there is no bliss because we have greed, hatred, ignorance, egoistic arrogance, and suspicion. With these five sicknesses, we destroy our own bliss. From greed, hatred, ignorance, egoistic arrogance, and suspicion, come the occurrences of all kinds of unwholesome events. Example: killing, stealing, lying, sexual misconduct, and the consumption of intoxicants, etc. Our happiness is therefore ruined by the five sicknesses of our own life. The purpose of learning and practicing Buddhism is to eradicate the hindrances brought about by these sicknesses of humanity. Thereafter, we need to diligently learn and practice Buddhism, and cultivate our blessings. Only then will we regain our bliss. The purpose of learning from the Buddha is to cultivate our own bliss. And enable us to acquire the best and the most wonderful blessings. At the same time, we must not undermine other people's happiness. We must also enable them to acquire the best and the most wonderful blessings, just as we do for ourselves. Why learn from the Buddha? This answer to the question is very simple, but also very general. The Buddha is the supreme enlightened one. We human beings are sentient beings. Sentient beings have afflictive emotions and vexations, ignorance and foolishness. Therefore, we need to have wisdom, to be neither ignorant nor foolish. Thus, we need to learn from the Buddha. We need to know the meaning of Buddha. Buddha means awakened and enlightened. From dawn till dusk, we ordinary sentient beings have vexations, afflictive emotions, and sufferings. There is much darkness everywhere, and our sea of suffering is boundless. It is only by learning and practicing what the Buddha taught that we can part with sufferings, vexations, and afflictive emotions, and attain the ultimate happiness. Therefore, we all need to learn from the Buddha. What are the benefits of learning and practicing Buddhism? The benefit of learning and practicing Buddhism is described in the sutras as parting from suffering and gaining happiness. This kind of happiness can only be gotten if we are able to be liberated. To think that liberation is to be reborn in the Western pure land of Amitabha Buddha. After a person has died, is neither correct 
nor incorrect. Actually, while people are alive, they need to be liberated at every moment. Only then can they also be liberated when they die. It is very simple to cultivate the method of liberation. For example, if someone scolds you, you respond by saying, thank you. This way you are liberated. But if someone scolds you and you respond with wide glaring eyes and scold him in retaliation, then that is not being liberated. At this moment, you should surpass it and be positive and understanding, thinking, when someone scolds me, I'll see him as my parent who scolds me only out of concern for me. Alternatively, viewing him as a child, making a nuisance of himself, you ignore the remarks. If you don't know about having a positive perspective to surpass the situation and you take him to be your enemy, then a fight would erupt. Every day, no matter what situations we encounter, if we could always maintain a positive outlook and transcend them, then we would be able to be liberated. These simple principles are in the sutras, but many people have distorted the teachings of Buddha, that is, Buddha Dharma, into superstitious belief. That is indeed a pity. If we could apply the Buddha Dharma in our daily lives, we would distance ourselves from suffering and gain happiness. What is the wisdom of the Buddha? How can we unfold our Buddha wisdom? In order for our Buddha wisdom to unfold, we need pure awareness to awaken ourselves and also to awaken others. One is Buddha when one's pure awareness, enlightenment and cultivation of the Bodhisattva way have reached a rounded perfection. But pure awareness is no simple matter. There is advance awareness, that is, knowing the consequence before the event. Retrospective awareness, that is, knowing the consequence after the event. And unawareness, that is, being ignorant of the event and the consequence. Advance awareness refers to knowing ahead of time, before the action is committed, whether suffering or happiness will result. Thus, bodhisattvas are wary of causes. Sentient beings are wary of consequences. For any situation, a bodhisattva knows whether the cause is a virtuous or a wicked one. Knowing this cause, he makes the necessary amendments within this cause itself. He does not wait until he is suffering the bitter consequences and is full of complaints and only then make the changes. That would be too late. Sentient beings are wary of the consequences rather than the causes. 
Before an incident, some people like to behave like heroes and taunt others. Who do you think you are? You think you're great. What do you want? Then they pull out knives and murder people or beat them up or quarrel with people until the law catches up with them and throws them into prison. Ah, they will wail their laments then. Why didn't you know better right from the start? If you had known in advance and you didn't behave as such, then wouldn't everything be fine? How should a lay Buddhist cultivate? What is cultivation? If a vehicle has become faulty, it needs repair. Anything that becomes faulty needs repair. The same goes for humans. When a human being has gone bad, he needs repair. That is, he needs to cultivate. Some people may comment, "This person is very bad." He needs to be fixed. It is good when a person does not speak harsh words to others, but if he begins to do that, then he needs to cultivate himself. A person who has too many bad habitual temperaments and likes to harm others needs to cultivate himself. If he were imprisoned, then he could cultivate in prison. After soul searching and introspection. When he is rehabilitated, he could regain his freedom. Actually, human beings were originally free, but they lost their freedom when they began having bad habitual tendencies. Fix this, and then he is free once again. Like a vehicle that was originally in good operating condition, if it becomes faulty, it will be fine again after a repair. Not only do we need to cultivate, but we also need to maintain it. We must maintain the goodness in us. If you like to beat other people up, then after you have been fixed by them, you would never dare do it again. Then you have to maintain that. This is called to cultivate and maintain. If you don't understand this principle. Then, even if you cultivated for a whole lifetime, you still would not know how to cultivate. <laughs>